What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another episode of Chicken Bone Alley, brought to you by Earl Ramey Racing Engines, SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel Aluminum, RK Motorsports Consulting, our buddy Randy Keen over there. What is up? I'm David. I'm Sterling. What's up, y'all? What it is, what it is. We got a, uh, you know, let's go with weather, because that's what we do for whatever reason. <laughs> it's yeah. kind of chilly outside. It is. It's supposed it's, to be freezing tonight. It is. There's a frost warning. So get all y'all's plants in. We went from, you know, two weeks ago it was 80s. That's what we say it always happens. We don't have fall here in South Carolina. Well, it's been like a complete roller coaster because yeah. two weekends ago it was freezing and well, hurricane wind and winding, winding, whatever. <laughs> and then this past weekend it was 80. It felt great. Yeah. It was wonderful. And then a day later it's freezing again. It's pretty chilly. I like it. I don't know. It's making my uh, head do all kind of yeah, crazy that. stuff. My sinuses ain't been right for over a month now. No, nah, nah, no. Constantly. Nah, it's, cool. it's no good. It's no good. It's no good at all. At all. So you was, uh, what's up this weekend? You cooking a hog? Yeah, we did. We cooked a hog. We hadn't done that in a long time. I had to remember what to do kind of there. I about forgot, bro. <laughs> but, um, I ride a bicycle, bro. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Um, turned out really good. So it was a long, long day Saturday. We started about four. So it does that. Uh, yeah, 120 pound hog. So took a little while, but, um, turned out real good. Turned out real good. We used that old homemade sauce. To, I wish I thought was, you know, have one mustard base and one vinegar base. Yeah. No, it's one mustard base and the other one is ketchup. Ketchup based. based yeah. Which is, uh, well, which is also know. kind of. I mean, vinegar. yeah, but it's had a vinegary taste, I guess, but nonetheless, it was good. It turned out real good, but it, um, everybody I think enjoyed herself, so. That was good, man. We enjoyed that, and this made for a long, long, tiring day for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does that. And then uh, I imagine y'all watched our uh, our good old Gamecocks. Yeah, look, well, look, for look, a little while there. not like the team they looked like last week. Again. Well, they didn't, but it kind of is deceiving when Florida allows 50-something points you know, Sanford just score Well, yeah, points. I agree, but Missouri ain't like, got nothing this well, year either. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know what's going on. I'm trying to worry about this weekend. Um, I found out Saturday that I got tickets to go to the Auburn game. Oh. I don't really know how that's going to work out. I don't think that's going to really be a game, especially being that they got beat last weekend. They're probably going to be all mad and want to. Beat up on us even more so. Well, they down a quarterback but I, there. That's right. Um, yeah, quarterback's out for Bo the Nixon season or whatever. Yeah, or, he's out right. for the season. Well, that's good. Hey, you just made me. You made me feel better. Maybe we'll be <laughs> all right. <laughs> I kind of doubt it, but maybe we'll be all right. <laughs> I doubt too. Um, but yeah, it's just been, it's just been one of them years, man. But I, I mean, the quarterback, our Carolina's quarterback, ain't had no time to do nothing again, just like it was. Two weeks before now, Florida looked good. Then so I don't know, but well, crazy. well, well, I'm gonna move off uh, college football for a second. Um, I'm just gonna let you know my fantasy team. I don't do. Eh, eh. How's it? How they doing? Man? Um. Well, I'm. Well, I will now be seven and four. Um, That's no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Six and four. Six and four. How am I doing? Um, I think you're under there somewhere. Uh, I'm under there. Let's see. That's not good. I'll pull it up real fast. Hey, we're all guaranteed a spot in the playoffs. No, we're not. Uh, no, we're not. It's only top eight out of oh, twelve. Crap. Oh crap! 
Maybe I should pay attention. Uh, it don't matter see. if I pay attention or not, because when I try to move them around, pff, it gets worse. You lost this week. You're seventh as of right now, but you're, you 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 lost. All right. Well, that's not bad. But my my problem is all right. I I just I, I'm putting this out there because this is a chicken bone alley league that we, you know, talked about on. on well, on our Facebook and stuff, we put out there if anybody out there wanted to get in. If you're not in this year, we'll have another one next year. All right. This is my problem right here. I had in. All right. Let me tell you my, my lineup for this week. Tom Brady. Uh, Keenan Allen. I had Chris Godwin. Anyway, I even put Adrian Peterson on my team. Reason being is because all my running backs I had were out, questionable, or on bye week or something. Just stupid stuff. I think Adrian Peterson is like 45 years old. He is, but he was available, and mine were out. And mine were out. I wonder why he was available. Well, because like he came Adrian up, Peterson. but it, there, really was, like there wasn't any, any better than him that were available, which um, was the bad part. We got yeah. a pretty big – when you got 12 teams, that's actually a fairly large league for fantasy football. Yeah, I agree. We might need to so it's, decrease that. It's kinda, no, I like it like that. Multiple leagues. I don't just, even know who's on my team. But it's just hard to get – it's just hard to get good players. But my problem is, like Tom Brady. All right. He's been pretty good all year long. Yeah, playing the Washington football team. Yeah. And loss. Yeah. Like, he was projected 22.5 fantasy points. He got 15. Mm. And yeah. Patrick Mahomes, who I have on my bench, somehow I managed to get Brady and Mahomes this year. I ain't lying, but I don't know how I did that. Well, I had first and second. I had last pick first round, first pick second round, mm. somehow, which was fine. Um, and, but somehow both of those were left open. And that was my first two picks. All right. Well, Mahomes, I took him out because I've been starting him, but he's been. He'd be like, uh, he's projected to get like 25 points. He'd get like 19 every week, mm-hmm. which was killing me. Yeah. Well, this week he was projected, so I put him on my bench. Projected 24.38 points. Got 36.24. <laughs> How did that work out for you? Not too good. <laughs> Not too good. But everybody else on my bench, I guess I'm glad I put him on my bench because they all had zero points. Zero well, you did good as far as those guys, but not my homie. And then I was playing against the guy I was playing against. He had Dallas's defense. They got 23 points. That's unheard of. Normally defense is less than 10. Yeah, that's pretty daggum. <laughs> that's hard to beat. They got more than the whole offense together, bro. Yep. It got a third of my points, period. Jesus. <laughs> so, I don't know. So that's killing me. Killing me. Killing me. So, yeah. uh, anyway, well, I wrapped up the uh, last wedding of the year. This Yeah, last I, took, I, I took a vacation day, everyone. Uh-huh. <laughs> kind of, sort of, in a way. <laughs> you didn't miss much. It was good. It was a good one? Yeah. Well, y'all knew, y'all knew them from the lake, right? Somewhere. I knew the bride's aunt. <laughs> ah. That was it. It's a distant, no? <laughs> that was it. <laughs> Aunt and uncle, that was it. I'm sure your dad knew somebody. He knows everybody. No, he knew the same ones I knew. That was it. Really? Yeah. Wow. All these people from where actually, that's what's funny is all of them mostly were from like Man and Sumter area. Oh, I got you. And somehow, well, whatever. No, I just, um, 
I woke up Saturday morning. I couldn't hear out my left ear. Like, nothing. My whole head and face hurt. <laughs> I was running fever. Everything else. That ain't good, bro. Good old sinus infection. Straight up kicked in. Mm. And it was God awful. But I got there and started unloading stuff. And it wasn't that hot. I mean, it was a warm Saturday, but it wasn't hot by no means. No. I just started sweating like crazy. How about you broke your temperature, your fever? I think I did. I think I did, which I was just tired, ready to go. Which we got out there. We were gone by 8.30. Really? Yeah. Wow. So That's cool. Bad. That ain't bad at all. Not bad. I've noticed. I noticed more the fall and the the when the weather when the time changes. It always seemed like the weddings would get over earlier. Well, especially when you have outdoor wedding and it's <laughs> and it's yeah, thirty five thirty eight degrees out there. Yeah, they get. I mean, they had heaters under there. It felt it was decent, but it was cool still. Oh yeah. So uh, and it wasn't a very big wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, what was really funny though was uh, we were sitting up for the. Uh, I know everybody else don't know, but you know the far side. Where they actually have the setup with the doors mm-hmm. over there, uh, cabin at Old Spur. If you get married around here, it's a good place to get married. People, <laughs> it's a nice it place. Um, it's not in the winter, just not in the winter, no. Or in the middle of summer, definitely not in the middle of summer. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a good spring, fall. Wish mm-hmm. <laughs> I had the sides up on the barn, but anyway, we're over there um, getting ready for the ceremony, and all of a sudden I look around the corner, kind of around the house that's there. I see something moving. I was, what the hell was that? And I see three more of them moving. I look, and it's peacocks. Sweet. Biggins. All right. Well, they were out there chilling around the pond. They come around everybody. They must be really used to everybody. Cause like I've never were, seen them out there before. I haven't either. But people were petting them and all this other stuff. No. And <laughs> all of a sudden, they start walking over towards where the ceremony area is. So, all right, well, they about to get some peacocks in their pictures for their wedding. <laughs> uh, even better. They had a big uh, cross put up kind of behind the uh, um, area that they would get do the ceremony at. Mm-hmm. That would be in the background for their pictures. The peacocks all jumped up on top of the cross and kind really? of just perched up on there. Really? Yeah, and started pegging at the flowers all on it and everything. Uh, <laughs> and which surprisingly i figured i was like they're there to stay you ain't gonna run them off right and uh but no about five minutes before the ceremony start they jumped off of there and um they started coming around one of them come over there and started pecking at the speaker i had to like pop him up out of head i'm like move <laughs> he really? didn't want to move yeah dang but <laughs> they were crazy they, it sounds they, like uh, i don't know they uh not a smart bird <laughs> They're pretty birds, but they ain't. Very, very pretty bird. Uh, they ain't very smart. Probably not in the smart category. Yeah, I guess that's where bird brain where it comes in, I guess. Freeze. Yes. So, uh, yeah, that was it. Um, cool wedding. It was simple. They like decent music, actually. Good. They were they were our age getting married, so. Oh, okay. Yeah. Around about maybe a couple years younger, but yeah. close to our age, so. It was elderly wedding. Elderly. And I don't know about elderly, but <laughs> but uh Sometimes. but uh, uh it, it wasn't it wasn't youngins getting married over there. Mm-hmm. So uh, it was it was good. It was That's great. My daddy went with me. So uh 
Help me out, so which was good because. Oh yeah. I feel like did he? Yeah, you feeling like junk? That ain't help. Um, but nah, hit it on home. Got some sleep. I was up back at church, seven forty-five Sunday morning, getting ready to play some music. Play some music. Musica felt a little better though. That was good. Had a good service yesterday. Yeah, it was for sure. Oh, Mac did good, and then I went and hung out with Brad a little more today. I had a funeral to go to him. Brad was singing at it, so. Oh, really? Yeah. I be down. Brad's our uh, our uh, worship leader at church. So uh, he was playing guitar and singing at it. Okay. So fun, 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 fun. Yes, sir. Well, anyway, guys, there was a uh, we get it, there were there was there was racing going on, a lot of dirt racing, a lot of. A lot of action going on. You know, seasons are winding down places. Um, I want to go ahead and throw something out here real quick, though. That was a hot topic I saw locally <laughs> here on Facebook. Um, our buddy uh, Michael Butler actually wrapped up uh, the Crate Racing USA Street Stock Championship again. Another Sweet. year at Lakeview Motor Speedway. And he finished third, and somebody wanted to take the championship away from him real bad, <laughs> and they protested him. <laughs> and um, if y'all don't know, Michael Butler runs Earl Ramey Racing Engine. Yep. So um, I can tell you how that worked out for whoever protested well, obviously him. whoever protested him don't listen to this show. Cause they don't. They that's don't. a waste of money and time. They to don't. That motor down. Uh, that, was, that was a complete waste of money and time. But Michael and Earl, I talked to Earl earlier today too, and he uh, they said, no, nah, it was good. Yeah, motor needed freshening up anyway. So there you go. <laughs> time a little time. <laughs> Somebody else tore it down for him. So exactly. <laughs> all they got to do now, put whatever new in it and throw it back together. That's it. So. That was a good deal. So he uh congratulations to him wrapping up that championship. Um and uh I I talked to Earl earlier. I said uh I said that was that was pretty cool another one wrapped up. He said uh but uh he I, I asked Earl earlier, I said, Man, what you doing? He said, dude, he's I'm about to pull my hair out. He said this he said I got more work. I thought it was supposed to slow down this time of year. I said, See, that's what happens when Chicken Mo Alley starts talking about yeah. Earl Ramey racing and you get more work than you can stand. I'm telling you. <laughs> So if y'all got any more y'all can send him, just do it. Just, just send it send his it, way. Send it his way. You will not be disappointed. We keep saying that every year. Every every, <laughs> every episode. episode. He'll uh, he'll make you some plenty of horsepower, plenty of uh championship winning horsepower there, obviously. Yeah, for sure. So uh y'all go check Earl Ramey out. Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Uh as always, guys, um uh, wanna congratulate him uh, honestly on a uh Awesome season in racing. I know he probably still got a few more races to go with some of his guys, but uh, a awesome season. I mean, we say it every week. You look on you look on social media, and there's literally a list of people that are winning every week with Earl's Motors and um, the Earl Ramey Racing Engines up front every week. So y'all go check them out. Go if you want some, need some need some fresh power. Go check out Earl Ramey Racing Engines and. Like always, go uh, once you get all that power in there, go get you some time on this chassis dyno. That thing is a great tool, great tool to have, great tool to learn what does, what adds power, what loses power even on your car. Um, 
every now and then, every now and then, I know some of the guys, you, you know, you get to a track and it's just slick, slick, slick. You need to tone it down a little bit. So you, you can figure out what to do on that chassis dyno to help yourself out um, to uh, get the most grip you can. You know how that works. Y'all know how that works. So uh, go check out Earl Ramey Racing Engines. Tell him we sent you. Um, so there was some, uh, dirt racing this week. Big dirt race. Sonoya, Georgia. We'll start there. Um, man, that was a, uh, <laughs> there were 70 some odd cars there, I think, trying to make that race. Yeah, that's, that's impressive being that what was going on on the West Coast too. That was really impressive. Yeah, it was, it was insane. I, I tried to keep up with it. I was actually, uh, going back and forth between that and, the whole Cajun swing deal, um, with the, uh, big block modifieds. Um, but Sonoya, man, I like that track. I love that track. That is a cool looking track. Cool. It's always in, seems to be in good shape. You guys do a good job on that track. Everybody I talk to all the time always talks about how, how nice that track is and, and everything. So it was a, uh, it was some good racing they put on there, man. It was, um, I saw the, uh, I, I saw a, the crate race ahead of crate light models. Whew. They kind of looked like, um, some of these local no, shows yeah. every once in a while. Yeah, there was one, uh, I think Friday night, crate late model race. I don't know if they raced actually five laps. Jesus. Late view. Yeah. Late view. For it was know. a, uh, it was a late view street stop race at some point. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why. It's just one of them deals. Um, but then on Saturday night, they stacked them up on the last lap down the front straightaway. I don't even remember who won. I had to look back and see who won that. They collected, I think, like the whole field out of four. Really? Yeah, all but like a few cars were in it. Mm. Um, Sonoya, if, if everybody don't know, that is track that um, the Pollards run. That's uh, Bubba Pollard. And, you know, he's a big asphalt guy, but he has been running some Oh, yeah. Dirt stuff down there, um, but uh, it was fifty two thousand and fifty two dollars to win on Saturday night, the big race, and oh, Chris Smoky Madden took it home. Took it home. He um, he he's always fast down there. I, I figured Ashton Winger would be fast. Finished third. He put on Facebook. No, he, <laughs> I'm friends with him on Facebook, and he put on there third sucks. <laughs> so he put yeah. <laughs> So, uh, but that boy, every time he's somewhere and he's, uh, driving for GR Smith now, gambler, uh, transportation motorsports. And, um, he, uh, Ashton's fast for sure. Mm -hmm. So third place there was pretty good. Um, I know our buddy Max Blair went down there all the way from Pennsylvania, made the trek down to Sonoya and run. He brought home for Team SRI Motorsports there or. Viper Motorsports, you know, he's our team SRI guy. Brought home an eleventh and a twelfth place finish. Out of seventy some cars, ain't too bad. <laughs> no, it ain't. Definitely isn't. He probably hadn't run there a whole lot, you know. No, he hadn't. He's never been there. Um, so, <laughs> so to go there and do that, uh, I mean, uh, he, he, that car shows promise everywhere they go. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, it was, it was cool to see them guys, Sean Martin, all that effort. They put behind that car. 
he just just seems to get better every time he goes somewhere yep. new. It's like he went to Charlotte, and that was the first time he went there. Um, he fought the car both days. The track was different, at Charlotte both days, and and so he kind of went as fast in hot laps, went as fast qualifying heat race, eh. and all of a sudden it's like he turns it up, it's like he figured it out. Right, and that's kind of how it always seems to go, or has been seeming to go with him with new tracks. So. Man, when he gets a uh, notebook of what's going on at these tracks, it's gonna be something to be forced to be reckoned with. Oh yeah, for sure. Going on there. So, but anyway, Chris Smokey Madden, uh, he uh, took home that fifty-two thousand fifty-two dollars. That's a nice way. little paycheck for Christmas. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, but what was a even bigger, better paycheck? Um. The Duel in the Desert at Las Vegas. I think that I said it was like the 20, I can't remember. It was like 20-some annual, I don't know. Y'all know, but 25th annual maybe? I didn't realize that race been going on that long. No, I haven't either. I, I mean, I didn't pay attention to it before it started at Bristol when they talked about the, you know, the, with the XR. triple deal yeah. with the XR, whatever, yeah. Um, race XR. Yeah. Right, yeah. Um I was kind of surprised at how many people from around here went out there, really. You know, I mean, I just never paid attention before. Yeah, our buddies, uh, Chris Ferguson, they took off, went out there. Uh, Jeff Smith took yeah. off, went out there. Um, a lot of, I mean, uh, Brandon Overton obviously went out there chasing that money. <laughs> um, yeah, a lot of guys from this side, Jonathan Davenport and all them guys went out that way. Yeah. Um, that was a quick turnaround from Charlotte. The hit out there. Yeah, especially like uh, Chris Ferguson. I mean, he was in the shop working like crazy all week or first of the week to get it together to get yeah. over there. I think practice started Tuesday or something. Yeah, practice actually started Tuesday. So I don't Tuesday. know when they made it out there. but Chris, I, I texted him Tuesday and asked him if they had left. It was late. He texted me back. Just got just, just hit it out. So uh, I think they got there, you know, getting there earlier Thursday, I think. Right. And uh, so, which I mean, the actual super late model races wouldn't until yeah Friday and Saturday. Friday and Saturday. Um, but I know modified stuff there, and they're going Ricky Thornton Jr. Oh yeah, dominate dominated the modifieds out there. Dominated. He was good in the super too. Yeah, that's I mean, what he, I was gonna say. But he was good in the super also. So. Yeah, he was right up in there with him. So um, Davenport I think would have had that race won had not. I don't know what happened. I saw. I don't know if he blew a motor. Or I think something. something was going on with the car. It started smoking. And I think when he went down in the corner, what it looked like to me, I mean, he could have just jumped the cushion, but what it looked like to me is when he went in the corner, something just quit on the car, and the car kind of straightened, right. straightened out. And it, and it just ripped in the front yeah, of the because, nose off that thing. Because all of a sudden they pulled the hood off of it, and it was on fire. So yeah. I'm assuming an oil line or something come off happened, of it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it ripped the nose off of it when, when Bobby come by there. And and uh, so that didn't work out for her. Was that Ricky behind him? I can't remember, but either way. Um, but anyway, so uh, Bobby Pierce won in Texas the, uh, and then turned around and won at Las Vegas to cash him in a cool check of $100,000. grand, man. So that's a, uh, that's a cool, cool deal for him. Very much so, yes. I'm glad to see there's some... Uh, 
I mean, I know there's been money. Don't get me wrong. Uh, there, there definitely has. But there is some uh, some people really stepping up to put some money in super late models to make some good racing and make these guys. And, and that's what's crazy is years ago, if you'd have had a race, I don't care where it was, you know, just, just like this weekend, if you'd have had two super late model races, um, paying big money, both of those were, you would have really split everybody. Mm-hmm. And it would have been, you know, not too many people at one, maybe someone went the other, or, or really split it. Now, we have 70 some cars over there at Sonoria, and then there's mm, yeah. a full, full field in Las Vegas. I mean, so yep. it does it, it, putting on two shows that far apart, obviously. Ain't hurting the crowd. No, no. No doubt at all. The only thing is hurting is trying to pick which one to watch. Yeah. And the only good thing was is Las Vegas was way later, but it was so late that, whew. Right. Yeah, that was tough. <laughs> for to us. Yeah, for us, for sure. But uh, but it was good, man. It, it's uh, it's getting, like you said, it, it, it's winding down, but it's been some really good races here in the past few weeks. Um, and... Uh, the uh, Dry Dean series is starting up. That's going to be cool. And I like that little series. It's pretty neat little yeah. series to run through the, the winter. But Yeah, they're actually going to be kind of some collab races there with the Blue Gray. Right. Um, and at Lancaster with Carolina Clash stuff. Yeah, it's going to be a... So they're going to be ending the Carolina Clash and starting the Dry Dean series all at the all same time. All at the same time, yeah. <laughs> Ending one point series. Well, it's a way to, to kind of... Influence people to run the driving series. I mean, yeah. people that's trying to go run the class series. All right, well, we here. We well, right, that's well, the thing. We I mean, started this race or this series, so. like Michael Brown or Jeff Smith. That's both right. of them are right up there and yeah. top of the points. And uh, just keep on running. They, can't, I was thinking, say they all of a sudden get out there and run up front. I'm like, man, we could, we might could do something. In this we already up front points, so right. Might as well keep on trucking. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. So. And that'd be uh that'd be that'd be two fun ones to see. Uh, that's gonna be a fun shootout there anyway between uh Jeff and Michael to uh, wrap up the Carolina Clash yep. tour there. Yep. It's gonna be real close to see coming up here this weekend. This weekend at Lancaster Speedway and Cherokee Speedway for the Blue Gray. Yeah. <clears throat> well um one other thing I, I saw uh Today or yesterday, whatever it was, I think it was yesterday because Chad McCombie was running a race yeah. down in where was it? Where was that? Jack- Jacksonville. Jacksonville. And our buddy, his spotter, actually, yeah, he was he's at church, so he wasn't there with Chad. <laughs> yeah. but, nah, y'all got this one. <laughs> but I seen where uh, I seen where that was like one race track on the East Coast that Josh Berry hadn't gone run. Yeah, and well, he and, showed up. <laughs> he he showed, showed up. up. Showed up and ran and won and won. That was a good turnout though. Yeah, it was a real good turnout. I saw the uh, the entry list. That was pretty pretty good stack field. So um, that's getting bigger and bigger really around here. I think. I mean, it kind of was like on a dead spot for a while, and the super late models on asphalt around here really aren't. Well, it's weird because it's like there's supers. When we used to have, when the past series came more down this way, mm-hmm. we had more supers. Uh, the cars tour, we get late model stocks from it, but, really but they're super. They're supers. Don't get me wrong, but it just not down here in South Carolina. We get right. them in North Carolina, 
Yeah. It's, I don't know. It's really weird. It is odd. <laughs> but late model stock. Series. Late model stock is, is stacked. Bro. It's stacked. And, There's uh, 30, 40 cars about everywhere to go. Yeah. And we're really going to get in that here in just a little while because uh, we'll go ahead and say it, which I mean, we, the uh, Charlie, Powell, Charlie Powell Memorial, South Carolina 400 is also this weekend at uh, Florence Motor Speedway. And uh, yours truly will be out there on hand, uh, live with a podcast out there. So uh, y'all come hang out with me. We'll have tent set up, um, hanging out with you guys. We'll we'll uh, get who we can on the on the show. Talk with uh, fans. Talk with drivers. Talk with whoever else out there. We can, we can get to come talk to us. I told Brian that he had to uh, come talk with me that way he was out there. He's hanging on it. Yeah, you are. <laughs> hanging on, <laughs> on it. Come on, man. It ain't going to be. Come on. <laughs> yeah, come on. You can do it. <laughs> if I can do it, you can do it. So, uh, but yeah, we're going to get into that here in just a little while. But also, Sammy Smith, I saw he won the uh, Governor's Cup down in Florida this weekend in the Super Late Model. So, well, good for him. Yes, he's been, he's, he's run good in Super this year. Yeah, yes, he he's got. He's got. I mean, he should. <laughs> when you when you pay for a car that good, you can you ought to be good. Yeah, he's he's uh. There's some money behind that ride for I sure. Promise you. Yeah, TMC is a yeah heavy sponsor on that car, and and that's that's top of the line ride he's got there. So, which I mean, same is not a bad driver either. He's, oh no, no doubt. <laughs> um, but uh, I don't know. Just my opinion. This is just totally my opinion. Nothing against Sammy or nothing else. No. It's 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 so much more. Uh, it means so much more to me, and, and to see like someone like uh, Derek, and how their team is run, and how this such is just a mom oh, yeah. pops deal, and and it runs so got well. Got one car in the trailer. And I mean, you know, everything just, works out. <laughs> that's just cool to me, but it makes it so much more. But I mean, you know, nonetheless, not not taking anything away from them, but um, but it's been uh, it's been it's definitely been a good year for them, and um. Yeah, let's see what happens, man. Yeah. Um, I know Derek uh put on Facebook um the other day had some issues. Um there was a sponsored deal that uh I don't I don't know what sponsor it was, but I know Derek was trying to set up some stuff with uh try to get more runs in truck series, Arca series, stuff like that. Uh sponsorship deal fell through and he was he was upset about the way it happened and stuff and the timing of it happened. I completely understand him and and I hate that for our buddy Derek Griffith there and uh so uh but he will be in full force in his late model, so uh, so we'll we'll be cheering him on next year for sure. But coming up also that we'll definitely be cheering him on is the uh, snowball derby coming up here pretty oh, yeah. soon. Oh, it's already it's around the corner, boom! And uh, crazy how fast time goes, man. Is yes, yes, it is. So so it'll be be good to see. All that, but anyway, uh, let's see what else we got before we get into some other stuff here. Um, I think that's 
I don't know. We got some uh so some cool stuff to uh to go into here. I tell you what, let's just let's just move into that here. So uh this is a uh, real treat. All right, everybody. It is our pleasure to welcome back to the show who is a he, he coming kind of a friend of the show now. That's pretty cool. I like yes, it. Is the twenty twenty one Cup Series champion spotter, Mr. Tyler Mon. Tyler, what is going on, buddy? Hey guys, how are you? Uh, doing doing good. Do, doing good. I'm just uh, hanging out here, driving to an event here at the end of the year. But uh, man, it's been a crazy last week. Pretty after Phoenix, and uh, just kind of getting back into North Carolina and getting back to the swing of things. Do, do you uh, spend the whole week out that way? Uh, yeah. So uh, me and my girlfriend spent the whole week out there, and uh, she has family. Her aunt and uncle live out there in Mesa, Arizona. So we spent some time out there. Went to Tombstone for a couple of days, and then hung out in Mesa and hung around there, and uh, spent some time out in Arizona. So soak it all up as much as we can. Sweet. I don't blame you. Uh, well, it was a uh, good spot for you to be in, man. First of all, we just want to congratulate you, man, on the uh, on on coming from where you were a year ago, and then all and, and coming into uh, be you know becoming a spotter for Kyle Larson there at Hendrick, and and just doing everything that y'all have been able to accomplish this year, man. Ten, well, eleven wins, count the All Star, um, dude. It has been a uh, it's got to be feel like a dream season, man. Oh yeah, man. It's been so amazing for me, you know, just uh, before Phoenix, we were watching, uh, we were doing a little study and watching film and it was just funny sitting in the room and, um, you know, I'm very thankful for Rick Ware giving me an opportunity back then and let me be on the cup side for a while. But I was just telling the guys, you know, before Phoenix, I'm like, man, last year at this time I was spotting for, um, JJ Ailey and, uh, we were running, 27th 28th or something three or four laps down i said now this year i get to go battle for a championship um and then obviously cap it off with a win was pretty amazing so yeah uh what a year a difference makes and uh it, it's crazy i mean it's it just i i don't know if it's actually hit me 100 percent yet um i know after we crossed the checker flag on sunday i know it hit me pretty hard and uh pretty got emotional but um yeah man it's it's just unreal and to put in words that I'm a, I'm a cup spotter champion, so uh, it, it is pretty cool. Well, I mean, man, you have a uh, you have definitely made it to if if spotting is where you want to end your career, you have made it to the top of that of that list. So, uh, congratulations, man, and that that's that's awesome. Yep. And uh, we're definitely proud of you, and and thank you so much for uh, for coming on here. You know, a few times this year and hanging out with us. It's been really cool to get to know you and. Uh, we definitely go have to meet up sometime at one of these tracks when they when all this stuff opens. Oh, I know, absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. You guys are awesome. I'm glad that I got to spend some time with you guys all year and be on the show. And it kind of I can look back at this stuff like this and just watch how my year went with Kyle. And you know, obviously, it turned out really well. But you know, you go back just to you know from where it all started this year, and so you know, you forget about some things. And actually, I listened to the last podcast we did. Uh, I don't know, maybe a couple of weeks ago, and I'm like, oh, yeah, you know, you forget a lot of things that happen throughout the year, and it's just so funny. You get tied up being so busy, and, uh, you know, you just forget moments um, 
that's happened throughout the year that has been so success, successful, and especially for this five team. Yeah, for sure, man. Well, I, I was I, speaking of that. That's kind of funny because I was kind of doing the same thing. I look back and after Las Vegas and uh, you know, first of the year and and coming out and man and y'all getting the win and you coming on here and then you know we say man hopefully there's gonna be many more throughout the rest of the year and and uh yeah throughout when a third of the season so uh that's been absolutely awesome man well i want to talk about the phoenix race a little bit i know i know all the wins have been just been awesome and 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 cool to watch and but uh all right coming I, I want to go through your range of emotions or self. Everybody saw it on TV. You know what Kyle went through there because uh, they kept the camera, in car camera on him and just yeah. how that went with him and we, which was awesome to see. Cause you know, a lot of times you don't get to see that. And right. And uh, so, so when you, let, let's say taking that white flag, man, and, and you really uh, thinking that this was coming down to the wire here and y'all taking the white flag, tell us how it went from there on. Um, man, I remember calling out the white flag and, um, you know, even the last few laps, you you know, you just had to stay calm and it, it, it's something that I've learned come to know. And obviously I've never been in a situation like I was in last Sunday, um, to have a shot at winning the championship, but man, it was just, uh, I knew that he just needed to put one lap together. And I think finally coming off turn two, um, going down the back straightaway, um, I think it started hitting me like, heck, man, we're, we're going to win this thing. We're going to, you know what I mean, as long as nothing happens to three and four, we, we got this thing in the bag. And well, uh, when he came out of turn four and uh, I knew he got his drive off from Truex and I knew he was clear, it just, uh, man, it was, it, it was super emotional for me. Um, but just the last lap, I, I'll tell you, it felt like it was 30 laps. Like it just all, it just <laughs> all and I'm actually glad it slowed down because I feel like I could take every moment in. And I forgot some of the things I even said on the radio. But it, it's funny to me. It's just something that I've always learned, don't matter who you're spotting for, is always be calm. And if you're calm, you keep the driver calm and, and not to go in panic mode. And I think that's something that I really take effort for because, you know, once I get worked up, then it makes the driver get worked up. And um, you hear a lot of guys, you know, have to – keep the spotter comms instead of keeping the driver calm so in a situation like that it was just staying calm staying focused even that last uh green flag run that we had after the pit stop uh, um it was just all about letting him know his information keeping him calm knowing uh me and cliff on channel two um talking and uh just giving information and it's something i feel like me and cliff have done all year long is just stay super calm and, and right. keep calm um, and and it, it it pays off and it shows um, yeah, success. I, I was ease. for sure, man. And I was actually just about to get into that. Uh, you and Cliff, I, you know, a lot of people talk about the uh, driver spotter relationship, you know, and the chemistry. Them guys talking back and forth because we know how some of them can get out there. First of all, I've never heard you and Kyle right. get like that at all. Y'all no. are always pretty calm on the yeah. on, on the radio. But what I, what I impresses me out of y'all's team is I hear how much I, I listen every week. I'm on NASCAR.com listening to y'all's to y'all's radio. Um, and there actually the chemistry between you and Cliff to know what information to give to Kyle 
is it, it seems really key because there's like sometimes I hear Cliff giving you information about you know another driver or something if they're running a different line or something. I mean, uh, and and you being able to relay that information to Kyle in a way that he can use it, man, it's just so impressive to me because uh and and then I've heard things you know that Cliff tells you that it's like and and I've realized. Maybe you don't have to say that to Kyle. It's just let it go until until there's time. It, it, that's what's really impressive to me is just knowing the driver, knowing the crew chief, and how you've been able to be that relay man for them. Yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, in the beginning of the year, before it even all started, you know, the first person I met with on, on the team was Cliff. And, and I knew since day one, when me and him sat in his office and talked, I knew that it was going to work out. I knew right then and there. Then when we get to Daytona, Cliff is um, by far 100% um, one of the best that I've ever worked with on the crew chief side. I mean, for information. And I think we just learned throughout the year. Um, Cliff always knows that he can give me as much information on channel two. And I'll, I know what to filter, what to filter and give to Kyle, what to hold back and not tell Kyle what, you know, just some stuff like that. And he does such a great job. And it kind of helps me out, not saying that I have to go watch other guys because I do what lane they're running, but it keeps me um, up to date throughout the whole race, and I don't have to worry about things like that, and it lets me do my job spot inside uh, a little better um, and, and helping Kyle out in that situation. So, um, yeah, me and Cliff have worked so great together, and um, if it if it really and if it wasn't for Cliff, I don't, I don't think I'd be where I'm at right now today talking to you guys about this uh, situation. He, he was the one that um lend his hand out there um i grabbed it and we took off and uh yeah it's it's pretty amazing and something that really meant much to me is uh, i know after the race um on sunday um i made sure that to let cliff know on channel two that i appreciated everything he'd done for me throughout the season and to make me a, a cup champion spotter and and you know to get him a championship you know it, it all clicks together and it's just not all of me and cliff I probably spend two or three days a week in the shop being around the guys, knowing Jesse, knowing Steven, um, Chase, Kyle, Adam, all them guys that work in the shop. Um, I, I try to be in, in line with them and know everything. So when we are talking on the radio, me and Cliff, I know exactly what's going on and know what's getting said and know what needs to be said. So, yeah, it's uh, pretty amazing. Me and Cliff have – really got along this year and uh he helps me out on side of things and i think i help him out on some side of things and it has been pretty amazing and, and it, it's just crazy how it all worked out this year how this whole team came together um super blessed and, and how this whole five team actually came together how they performed everybody works well with everybody when we're down we're all down together and we pick each other up and when we're up we don't stop we keep driving well you know what can we do better and what can we fix? You know, uh, yeah, we just won a championship, but heck, we're ready to move on. We test uh, in the next gen car later this week, so we're already looking forward to 2022. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely, man. Well, that's one thing that you know, and and David and I listen to. You know, like he said, he li we listen to NASCAR radio a lot, and or we're at the racetrack, we listen to the scanners for sure, and listen to you guys. But uh, a lot of people don't have the opportunity to listen to. Uh, to you guys uh, throughout the race, but there's so much more involved in a spotter's uh, job than car low, car high, and that, you know that's what I want really people to understand. Uh, you got a, you got a lot to control and, and handle. Um, I mean, you, 
you definitely you his you you're, you're definitely Kyle's eyes and ears. Um, yeah, that's just a lot to to. I mean, honestly, that's a lot to keep up with, especially with a championship team. So, yeah, and it's just like you know when people a lot of a lot of people that you know kind of are just outside of racing watching it. You know, they I get asked a lot. You know, hey, what's a spotter do? Well, a spotter just don't like you just said. You don't you don't inside outside clear. I mean, you do them things, but there's so much more. Um, keeping up throughout the race, knowing lap times, knowing how many laps are left, what's left in the stage, where guys are running at. Right. Um, you're looking at lap times. If somebody's running better than Kyle, you, you know, you got to let him know. And I, he likes that information, you know, and I just feel like I know what to tell him and know what to not tell him. I, um, right. And I think that's what helps me on channel two, you know what I mean? Cliff tells me something and um, really Cliff's just giving me, Cliff knows that, it probably don't need to go to Kyle that he's just telling me. So it's in my ear and I, I keep it in the back of my mind and, and um, throughout the whole race. And, and right. then I know what to tell Kyle, you know, I know things what to tell him. And I think uh, just between, you know, as worked all year, me and Kyle's work just the same. So yeah, there's a lot that, doing it um, as a spotter. Sure. But yeah. There's a lot of work going on. Well, that's a cool thing too. I think with Kyle and 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 I'm maybe a lot different than other drivers spotting wise, and you you would definitely know better than any. But uh, but Kyle having a dirt background, not having a spotter, um, using his his other, I mean, <laughs> using his sight and his seventh sense, seventh sense or whatever it may be, uh, to yeah. feel necessarily feel cars around him in a way. Um, I'm sure it helps him a lot, and you know that that may be something that's different. Uh, from him to someone else. Yeah, it is. He Kyle really, really knows his surroundings. I mean, it is. Me and Cliff talk about this all year long. Um, there's some racetracks we go to where I struggle to see off turn four or getting down in turn one when they're going away from you or coming at you. And and you, you struggle to make that call. He knows. You know, he knows if I'm having a tough call to make, he knows that in the back of his head. You know, hey, Tyler don't have a very good call on me, but he his surroundings are pretty amazing. And I'm sure the dirt background helps, right? It comes from that. It comes from running dirt and not having spotters and throwing slide jobs on people and clearing them when you can clear it. You know, it's just all a deal. So, yeah, his surroundings, and it's way different it, from, um, you know, spot from Kyle and, and, and then going to spot for Noah on Saturday's Xfinity. You know, Noah's right. very good at surroundings too, but – no, it didn't go up on a dirt background. So I feel like I had to feed a lot more information or spot different and uh, for Noah and for Jack Wood on the on the truck side. So it's just uh, you got to change it throughout the day and uh, throughout the whole weekend, really. Right. But as long as you keep feeding them information and, and keep doing it, you know, we you'll have success for sure. Absolutely. Well, speaking of Noah, man, we were sure pulling for you. I, I thought you were going to have two championships in one weekend, man. That was going to be that was going to be a <laughs> that would definitely be cool for sure. So, yeah, I thought I thought we did. I really did. Um, so I don't know if you guys knew this or not, but so you know, I, I took over for Noah about midway through the year, and uh, you know, we picked up two wins, and then it gets down to Martinsville, and I was I didn't have COVID, but I was under COVID protocol with contact tracing with somebody. So it put me out at Martinsville. Brandon McBrennan filled in for me, great friend of mine, and uh, he, he manages Noah. He filled in for me, and uh, I'm like, well, you guys got to go do it. The pressure's on you now. Wow. And then <laughs> winning and, you know, locking herself in into That's the awesome. uh, 
end of the final race, so it was cool. I was so glad to see them guys win, and um, it sucked I couldn't be there, but it was so glad for Noah to get locked in, and then it was ready to go Phoenix, and we kind of ran not so great throughout the day, but at there at the end, we had a shot at it, and, um, you know, we just, just kind of, maybe at the end, you know what I mean, we just got in the wall a little bit, and, uh, you know, maybe Noah said he might have hit some oil getting into turn one, and getting up top and it's just hard to say you know what i mean you're running you're within 20 laps to go you're getting everything you got um and, and that's your shot right the leaders are right there in front of you and you got to beat them to win the championship so yeah, uh, yeah we had a shot for sure and noah's done a great job and um, i'm really looking forward to getting back to work with noah next year uh, um as i signed he signed another year then i signed on with him so awesome. it should be a pretty pretty awesome year and i'm looking forward to it next year also good deal i was about to ask that i was hoping you i was hoping you were signed up for everything because uh yeah. i'm gonna tell you i really think with noah coming back there having a little stability coming into this season right i think he's gonna i mean i know he's focused anyway but i think it just takes something off his plate he can really jump back in it and be back on top of his game as he was especially towards the end of this season so uh that's gonna be cool to watch well man um before you get out of here, well, a couple questions. A couple questions I want to know real quick. Um, yeah. How, how how late did the party go on last Sunday night? <laughs> uh, it was late. It was <laughs> definitely late. Um, I would say I didn't watch it. I didn't watch the sun come up. So I mean, it wasn't <laughs> That's good. late, but, but it was definitely it was uh, it was definitely a late late night. I, I'll I'll put it to you that way. <laughs> <laughs> Fun night, it was a good night, and uh, yeah, it was, it was late. There you go. <laughs> well, um, real quick, man. Uh, this uh, since we talked about going to a test in this week, new car, man, coming out. Uh, kind of. Ooh, I know everybody's kind of, kind of. I ain't gonna say scared, but they're just anxious for it. I, I know, and and everybody's anxious to know what's going on. Is there anything from Spotter? standpoint that's going to really other than number placement obviously that's going to be a little different for everybody coming next year um and stuff like that but is there anything really going into a new car like that that you're going to have to be watching out for and kind of obviously feeding information well i mean there is a little bit different right i think the package that racing package will be different i think uh I really think it'll be closer to racing to be honest with you throughout the whole year whether it's at daytona or whether you know or it's at a a mile and a half or whether it's a short track i really think the racing is going to be a way closer and i think it's going to be good racing and what nascar is doing i think is going to turn out pretty good um yeah the number of places will be different but since i've watched it you know when they first came out with them i wasn't a big fan of it but now after seeing it and uh on a car and you know it kind of it, it grows on you so um but there is some little stuff i'm excited to get to this test because this will be the first test with the next gen car for me um i didn't get to do the road earlier this year um so i'm gonna go over and hang out uh for a day uh, or two and um some of the other guys hendrick teammate spotters they're gonna end up doing a test i'm really just going to uh do kyle he'll he'll test in the morning and do stuff like that and then i'll be there with him and then i'll probably stay in wednesday and maybe right over Thursday and watch just something for me to get adapted to. But I think it's going to be good. Um, not saying there's a huge difference spot wise, because you're still going to spot like you would any other race car or any, you know, it don't matter whether it's a late model truck or, or cup car or Xfinity car, you know, you still have that, but it could be a little bit different racing from this year to, to next year. And 
I, I, man, I'm really looking forward to it. I, I'm excited about it. It's something different, something new. And you pretty much all your cars, all your notebooks that you had last year, you pretty much throw them away and you yep. got a fresh sheet of paper this year. That's, that's it, man. I think it's going to be a, uh, it's definitely going to be a game changer for sure. I think we're going to see some, um, I, th- I think we're going to really start. I think this car for at least for the first year or so, it's really going to put it in the driver's hands personally. I think it's going to really show who the talented drivers are out there. Um, so I think that's going to be really good to see. Y'all might move yeah. more than a third of the race this year. Then. <laughs> yeah, right. That, that's what we're hoping for. As good as he is, yeah, that'd be that'd be awesome. I mean, what a dream year this year. But um, yeah, I think you're right. I, I I do think I think teams will be closer, and it will show the driver. I, I think um, you know Hendrick will still you know have a good prevail and good company oh, yes. and good team. But you'll see backmarker teams. You'll see guys like Rick Ware and stuff like that. Maybe not challenging for a win, but you're going to see them run way better than what they have in the past couple of years. I, I do believe that, and um, as long as they can get on a good engine package or something like that, you know, they can do just as good as some of them guys that are, you know, go from a 25th to 30th place car maybe to run top 20 or something like that, and and um, have a shot for, for them guys. So it's going to be good for everybody. Um, I know them guys are really looking forward to, it, and really everybody's looking forward to it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do agree with you. I think it's going to come out as the drivers, um, and it'll show what drivers are there. And obviously I get to bless to be with a very good <laughs> one. So, <laughs> so I get to, uh, get to maybe, you know, when maybe obviously we won 11 this year, count the all-star, maybe we bump it up, go to 12 or 13. I think Jeff Gordon won 13 in one year or something like that. I think that was the record or something like that, but he did. Um, I think Mark Martin finished second to him every time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> That so, there's still records to get be broke and uh, exactly looking forward to it for sure but uh, yeah i do think you're right on the driver's side oh good deal man well cool well, we can't wait for it either uh you doing any uh, uh any uh, any extracurricular racing over the winter or anything uh man i got a busy schedule uh a super busy schedule this <laughs> off season i feel like i'm not gonna have one um so obviously we test this week and then i'll end up the awards banquet as at the end of this month, I'll leave there from uh, Nashville, fly to Pensacola, do the snowball derby. Um, and I'll do the, the derby. I'll do the snowflake down there. And then I think we have another test in December some sometime. And then, uh, I'll go out to the Tulsa shootout. Um, right January, right after Christmas, pretty much. I'll go out there, hang out with them guys. Um, taking a car out there and, and bringing it back for them guys. And then I'll be, then we test Daytona, and then uh, <laughs> and then the Chili Bowl starts. I'll be at the Chili Bowl, and then uh, after that, man, it'll it'll be ready to be in uh, the Rolex I got lined up. So I'll do the Rolex, um, ex, uh, end of January, and then before you know, it'll be flying out to LA for the uh, for the Clash and the at the LA Coliseum. So yes, I, I don't I don't take a break. <laughs> I have a little time off Christmas to visit family. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm always on the go and, um, uh, always doing something. I, I That's never awesome. stop. Well, who, who are you spotting for? If, if you can say who are you spotting for at, uh, the snowball and the snowflake? Uh, yeah. So I'll be spotting for, uh, Mason Diaz. Um, okay. uh, I spotted for him last year at the snowball yeah. and uh, my second year with him. And then the snowflake, um, I, 
I think we'll see. We're trying to get. I think Noah Gregson is going to go run the snowflake. So hopefully, I you know I'll definitely be lined up with him for the snowflake deal. But yeah, I I like um, I like spot for Mason Diaz. He does such a you know he does a good job. I, I met Mason oh maybe two three years ago. We were at an ARCA test and he was up helping spot and he was driving for Venturini then. But he was helping doing the spot in the test and uh, man, we just got it. He was so nervous the first time the cars came out on the racetrack. <laughs> I had to help him where the cars, you know, when to send his guy and stuff like that. But uh, I just grown a relationship with Mason um, throughout the past couple of years and great family and uh, great person and everybody. He does a pretty good job. And last year, you know, it's all about qualifying in the Derby and uh, he, he, he manned up and part of the, I mean, that's the toughest race to make all year to go yeah, qualify your be that top 30 and he went and did it and uh we had a part failure break you know within the first 30 laps so our derby uh was not very good for us but hopefully we change that around this year and have a good shot at it. I, I like going down to the derby this is like my third or fourth one um that i will get to do so um it's always fun like i said you, you feel like you're ready to be done after phoenix take a little break but you're ready to throw the headset back on before you know it and uh, i'm <laughs> With all these tests going on with the next gen, you know, it, it really, we really ain't going to have a break. And with next year's schedule, we're definitely not going to have a break. No, so we're on the go all the time. But thankfully, I get to have a week off and spend with the family and everybody else throughout the week and, and the dogs. And I try to do everything I can as much as I can. I don't blame you, man. Well, good deal. Well, awesome, man. Well, buddy, we appreciate you coming on here, hanging out with us again. And once again, man, congratulations being 2021 NASCAR Cup Series champion spotter, man. That that won't get old to say at all. No, it won't. I'll take that in for a while. I appreciate you guys uh, having me on. It's uh, been a fun year racing. It's been a fun year talking to you guys. And uh, hopefully I'm back on. Hopefully maybe – before the season i can jump back on or something like that for or sure heck, man. <laughs> i got some things on the list i'm like man we won 10 or 11 races this year when the all-star won some big races and uh won a championship but i really 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 am looking forward to go winning the daytona 500 that's next on the list for me so it'd be really cool to do that well man you know anytime you want to come on here you got the phone number all you gotta do is holler man anytime <laughs> and uh I know we're going to be talking with you, obviously. You know, I text you like every Sunday anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, no, I'm glad to be on your guys' show. It, it is awesome. It's uh, it's fun. I like talking. I like chatting uh, about new things, old things, whatever it is. I love it. Absolutely, man. Well, we definitely going to do more of it, man. But we sure appreciate it, and congratulations again. All right. Thanks, guys, so much. I appreciate it. Ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Tyler Mon, spotter for the number five HendrickCars.com. Yes, sir. Chevrolet. It's awesome. Driven stuff, by man. Kyle Larson. Your so 2021 cool, champions. Cup so cool, champion. man. It's so cool. Like, you know, I mean, you know, we've been talking about Kyle since last year when he got booted out of the whole thing and come back and we've been rooting for him pretty hard there, you know, since the start of this whole deal. And we all thought that, you know, okay, he's, he's in the Hendrick car, you know, okay, it's going to be pretty. I mean, nothing against Chip Ganassi, but I really felt like we thought it was going to be an upgrade. Yes, it was good, it was right? Be an upgrade, and who would have ever thought I mean, eleven wins later? <laughs> I mean, you know, we really nobody thought that. And even talking with Tyler at the first, their first win yeah. in Vegas, I mean, they didn't know what to expect. No, nobody did. But 
Um, awesome year they've had. I think their team um, has built and, and grown together really well, and they mesh really well. And um, hope they don't lose anybody. Fortunately, it's not like a baseball team or a football team, I guess. Hopefully not. Well, I mean, I know, technically you know, are. Dude. I mean, it's, it kind of is this year. I mean, I think core team is staying, but right. you got to look at the guys in the shop. Things are really changing there, so it's going to yeah, be It's going to be different. It's going to be, really be different. different. But, uh, you know, as far as their um, man to pit crew and everything they got going on, I mean, having yeah. to, having one of the fastest pit, pit uh, stops of the year, the last stop of the year is pretty cool. That's, that that kind of goes to show you how good that team is overall, everywhere. I mean, it just they just all are great for sure. So, um, again, like you said, thank you, Tyler, for for sure for coming on, and uh, look forward to hearing about your off season um, activities. And uh, we'll be rooting you on at the snowball for sure. That's gonna be pretty cool and stuff like and all that. So, see there, Britt. TJ, Freddie, y'all ain't the only spotters can do podcasts. That's it, man. He does an awesome <laughs> job, by the way. So um, we got yeah. our spotter. That's it, man, for sure. So he uh, might be at you know JRM sometimes too. Yeah, y'all didn't invite him on. We did. No, <laughs> no, it's all good, man. But uh, oh, we love it. It's cool, cool to have him on. He's uh, gives us a lot of insight and and really lets a lot of guys, people, fans know how much a spotter yeah. is involved in the team. Um, I really, you know, unfortunately, I like, like he said, people just ask, well, what do y'all do? I mean, man, there's so much involved in what he's got to do, and that's really cool. Yep. Well, speaking of JRM, as we just were, um, we about to see some cars from JRM this weekend over at Florence Motor Speedway in the Charlie Powell, Charlie Powell Memorial, South Carolina 400 coming up this weekend. And on the line, ladies and gentlemen, we got the uh, owner and promoter of Florence Motor Speedway here, Mr. Steve Zacharias. Steve, how's it going today, man? Man, yes, everything's good. Just uh, wide open coming out of a uh, crazy monster truck day and uh, trying to get everything cleaned up. Got the pit road and the racetrack painted today, so it's just been been insane, but we're getting ready. Well, I saw uh, yeah, it looked like y'all had a big, big turnout for monster trucks over there this past weekend. Yeah, they had 2,800 people in there, and uh, from what we measured the place out to be, uh, we should have fit 2,100 people. So, uh, so, uh, but everybody was happy when they left. I mean, it was, um, you know, it was uh, impressive to see the the show they put on, and um, you know, everybody was happy. So, it's no no complaints, and yeah, we sold out of food, and everything was uh, everything was good, man. It was it was a good it was a good show. That's a good deal, man. That's 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 awesome to see. It's awesome to see. I'm glad uh as we were just talking, uh we're we're literally five minutes down the road from the track right now. Um so that is uh, Florence Motor Speedway has as me and Sterling grew up there. I mean that is our home oh, yeah. track. We Went will there, always every Friday say, night. Every oh, Friday, ever. every Saturday, whenever it was open. I have I have pictures of me being pushed around in a stroller in the pits there. Yep. <laughs> so uh, so it's awesome it's awesome to get you on here now, man. Um but I wanna go back just a little bit before we get in this weekend uh you've been over you've you've had Florence Motor Speedway now for about a year uh now yep. so uh let's go back and kind of assess your year man because I from the outside looking in it's like it's been a pretty successful year it, it's looked really good over there y'all done some great things man yeah it's been good it's uh obviously uh just like everybody else uh in in the racing world the tire struggle has been real um, you know, uh, so, you know, we went from selling 200 tires a race to some, some weekends selling 30 or zero, wow. 
uh, you know, selling scuffs. And, uh, you know, that's a big, big change in, um, you know, the, the revenue stream and your, your money moving and uh, just capital in general. Uh, but we've survived, uh, you know, thankfully to um, the credit of uh, supporters of Florence and uh, of myself and family. Um, you know, they're, they've been behind us the whole time and everybody is so supportive of making sure that uh, it, it succeeds because, you know, I think a lot of people, you know, coming out of Myrtle Beach closing, uh, that was a tough deal for everybody. Uh, and then now it's, you know, Florence. And I think we're all understanding myself and, and everybody else. We don't want to see another one close. I mean, it's just, it's, it's sad. It's frustrating. Um, you might not agree with, uh, you know, what we do and how we do it, but at least it's a short track that we all love. Uh, it puts on great racing. And I, and I, I hate to say this, but, um, Florence actually puts on better racing than Myrtle beach. I love Myrtle beach. It's five minutes from my house. And I, I, I was, I was brought up on it, but you know, in this, in this, uh, you know, current, uh, you know, kind of general manager promoter role, but man, I'm telling you, the racing at Florence, the side by side, the second groove, the third groove, uh, it, it's so much better to watch than Flo at Myrtle when we got uh, tied up side by side for the 400. Uh, you know, trying to run, you know, 50 miles an hour for however many laps. So, um, like I said, it, Florence is is amazing. I I don't like the how I got there, but I'm I'm telling you right now that uh, you know the the scenario probably couldn't have been more scripted. If you actually look back on it with, uh, you know, Bob closing Florence or closing Myrtle Beach, I'm sorry. And then Charlie getting sick and passing away less than a month uh, after we signed our deal. So, you know, Charlie loved Florence Motor Speedway. He was a advocate for short, short track racing. Uh, just like hopefully my, uh, I feel like myself is. I, I love short track racing, man. My family does. I was born in it. I've I'm, I'm been raised in it. Um but man, it couldn't have worked out any better with, uh, you know, unfortunately his passing and, uh, if he would have passed and then, you know, Myrtle beach is still going, you know, Florence might be another one of those lost speedways. You're exactly right, man. And, uh, and, and the timing was impeccable. I mean, we, we all hated to see Charlie pass and, uh, that was a, a tough time in the racing community, but the way things happened, I don't think he would have, uh, well, obviously we know because he, he was, he was willing to, uh, you know, let you take over the reins over there. And, uh, so, so it was good to see, you know, when, when Charlie passed, it was good to see somebody stepping up, taking over Florence Motor Speedway and continuing a, uh, legacy over there that, that has been going on for years and years and years. And speaking of Charlie Powell coming up this weekend, uh, the Charlie Powell Memorial, South Carolina 400 at Florence Motor Speedway, man, I am excited. Absolutely, it was a huge turnout last year, and I was going to just grow this year for sure. So, uh, y'all, y'all ready for it, man? About as ready as I can be. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, obviously, um, you know, like I said, we're we're at we're at fifty one cars. We got the tires for it, you know, uh, barely, but we got, we got the tires for it. That's <laughs> that's the big question. Uh, you know, I, I answer that daily, and, uh, and and again, I go back to. Um, you know, Steve, uh, and Jeff and all them at, at Hoosier, they're, they're doing the best they can. Uh, I, I know it's, it's a crazy time. I know, you know, I've had conversations with people about, you know, how's this and why is this and what's this, but I'm telling you right now that, uh, you know, if you go to McDonald's, they're not going to not sell you a cheeseburger if they got it. So who, Hoosier, Hoosier is going to sell you a tire if they got it and they're going to sell it to 
they're, they're doing the best they can to try to, you know, kind of manage the numbers and, and move tires where they got to. But, um, you know, we're at 51 cars, uh, late models. That's 25. Uh, I think we're going to be at 25 limiteds. Um, you know, we're at the Thunder and Light. I mean, it's just going to be an insane weekend. I mean, 52, 51 cars, uh, late model stock-wise, man. Uh, you know, and I, as a business, I'll tell you right now, I'm, I'm a little disappointed because if if tires were in uh, the normal uh, quantity or I could get whatever I wanted to, man, I'd be I'd be a hero this weekend. Uh, 50, 50, 50, 51 cars buying uh, three to four sets of car, I'd be all right. But it, 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 it is what it is. So we're only going to sell, um, you know, four to each. I think we came up with a pretty cool deal. You know, it, it was, so we got 50, 51 cars coming and, um, with 51 cars coming, you know, obviously we can't start 51 cars on Florence four tenths mile ain't going to work. So we started 35 last year is why I kind of came up with, you know, a, uh, starting field of 32 with three provisionals. I thought 35 would be good. Um, you know, cause we did it last year and it worked out. Okay. But we, again, you can't go to 50. That's just, you can't fit them on the track and we'll be lapping each other uh, before it's over. But, um, but with the way I worked it out was we're going to start 24 of off a of time. And then after that, we'll do um, two qualifying sessions. But with those qualifying sessions, the way I'm, I say that is that I'm going to break them up into heat races, but not heat races because we don't have but four tires. So you can't ask somebody to put 25 laps on their tires and then try to keep up with someone that's got three laps on their tires. So uh, what I'm going to try to do is, is make two different qualifying sessions where they can have one lap. If they make a good lap, they can sit on it. But you can't sit on your laps from qualifying because that's when you were on stickers. That's your fast time. But in these sessions, you're going to have the ability to be the top four. So if it only takes one lap to be top four, great. You can sit in the car and, and hope you stay in there. But otherwise, if you don't, you can come in, make an adjustment, move your tires around, but you have to be in the top four of that group in each or for each group in that, in that qualifying session. So, you know, I'm trying to make it where the guys that may not make it had a shot. We gave them the best opportunity they had to put themselves in the race. And when they leave, they felt like, all right, I had a fair shake. Um, I, I had my chance to make it. I didn't make it. I'm going home, but I don't want it to be where 52 cars or 51, sorry, keep, uh, want to make the race and you got three laps at it and it's over and I'm going home, you know? So it's just a, I'm, I'm trying to do the best I can with what, what I was given, you know? Right. Oh yeah, for sure, man. And I think that's, uh, that's awesome to come up with innovative ways with the tire issue that we're having, but innovative ways to make it fair for everybody to, to get a, a good shake at it because i mean that's that's what everybody's looking for and i mean i think everybody can uh respect the fact if they can't make it in by then it just wasn't their day to make it in so uh, right. so that's that's awesome man well uh what what what's your schedule looking like for this weekend oh so so thursday we're gonna park car or park haulers um we've also got optional uh practice it's a hundred dollars whatever for uh thursday friday's uh free uh, we're doing a golf tournament uh, on Thursday at the Hartsville Country Club, which I'm trying to get all that uh, finalized because um, you know, a lot of guys mostly want to come park uh, Thursday because, again, you got 51 uh, late models and 25 limiteds and a 410 mile. Parking is going to be at a premium. Uh, so most people are coming to park. <clears throat> and then um, you know, I had a, a bad deal with a relative where my uncle uh, had a, a massive uh, aneurysm and a uh, – had a stroke where 
he's uh, we're putting him in a nursing home, so we're kind of trying to raise some money for him. So we're gonna have the golf tournament Thursday, and then Friday is open practice. Uh, gates are at nine. Uh, first practice goes off at ten, and then we're gonna do ten to eleven uh, late model stocks, and then eleven to twelve rotating practice uh, for everybody uh, that's there. Twelve to one, we'll be back to late model stocks. One to one thirty is gonna be um, a break just for everybody. Come out of 1.30 and go to uh, rotating practice for the support divisions. Another hour of late models and, and so on until 5 o'clock. And then uh, Saturday, man, is just going to be, you know, balls to the wall. Uh, you know, we open at 9, practice at 10. Um, limited late models, uh, you know, we go off at 4, but we're going to run mini stocks as of now. Uh, first thing, and it just, man, it's just a great weekend of racing. If you're a race fan, uh, and you're looking for, uh, you know, an abundance of good racing, uh, you, you're crazy if you don't show up at Florence this weekend. That is 100% correct. I know, uh, we were out there last year and, uh, and just watching, man, that was, uh, some awesome racing they put on out there. Uh, and every time we've been out there this year, every time I've ever gone out there, especially, especially once late model stocks have, have started running regularly at Florence yeah, Motor sure. Speedway again. Um, cause for years we didn't have late model stocks over there and you've brought them back over there. And that is, that's awesome to me because to me, and I guess I'm, I might be a little biased. I don't know, but to me, late model stock co- puts on some of the best late model racing. Oh, it did. Last year it did too. If I'm not mistaken, Ty Majeski won. If I'm not, I, I yeah, be right. yep. that's right. That's right. Um, <laughs> yeah, well, him, him, and, him and Josh had a great race, uh, yeah, you know, going, yeah. going to the end. It sure did. That was, that was really cool. So we, we definitely enjoyed being there for that. And, um, man, it's just, like you said earlier, uh, Florence has always put on good race and they always have, I mean, that, that track's just, I like it. We, 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 I've always liked it. Um, yep. and there for a while, you know, everybody wanted to make it back dirt, make it back dirt. But I think if it's ran right and you can get a good, put the right said, cars on it, <laughs> put 51 <laughs> late model stocks over there. That's, that makes for an awesome race. So you don't want to change yep. the surface for sure. So, uh, no. proud of what you guys have done, man. And, um, glad to have it back. Like you said, we're five minutes down the road. So I, it's, it's good to have that uh, right here in our backyard. Um, Real quick, Steve. Uh, what um, uh, I know uh, we, we've been talking about numbers here, but uh, there's some pretty big name drivers going to be uh, headed that way this weekend. Who all you got coming over there? So, yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, I, and I think that's the cool thing about uh, it in general. But Myrtle Beach had the same thing. We just kind of you know moved everybody over. But right. I mean, you're talking you're talking about and, and and that's the thing. It's like every any given Sunday uh, when it comes to football uh, is that. Uh, you know, your, your, your big names are going against your little names and, and, and everybody has a shot. And, that, and that's also where this four tire deal, I think kind of comes in where you kind of have taken the big money out of it. You've, you've made it where, you know, anyone can keep up with somebody because of the fact that, you know, they can't out money me and keep buying stickers. That's so, right. you know, so, so I'm excited about all of it, but, but I mean, your big names, man, I'm, I'm telling you, this is uh, the cream of the crop. You got your, Timothy Peters, uh, you know, running uh, in the truck series. He's won races uh, nationally. He's won, you know, I, I believe he's won Martinsville. Uh, Sammy Smith's going to be running next year in, the, I believe, the truck series. Um, you know, you've got Ty Majeski's coming back. Uh, the Chad McCombies, uh, you know, unfortunately, Josh isn't running with us, but Carson Cavapel is going to be running uh, the JRM car. Um Man, I just uh, you know, like I said, it's it's a full field. You got, but then they got to go against the Matt Coxes, uh, the Ryan Glinskys, the Zach Miracles, who've had. I mean, Zach sat on the pole for uh, the Cars Tour, 
because he's got the experience at the facility. That's right. So, um, you know, so I, th- I think it's just going to be great to see Bobby McCarty's coming. Um, you know, uh, I know, uh, I'm trying to think of, hell, uh, there's 51 people. I'm trying to think of all of them in my head because <laughs> I've, I've talked to them. But, but I mean, but you, could, you couldn't ask for a better field. I mean, from, from front to back, uh, top to bottom, I mean, you're talking about just quality cars, um, and they're all going to have to fight for the spot. Like, that's the, that's the crazy part. I grew up in that. I think we all did. Back in the day, my dad, uh, every time he showed up at the racetrack, you had to make your way in. You know, that was, that, was a, that was a weekly thing. That doesn't exist anymore, unfortunately. But back in the day, that was a weekly thing. You had to, to qualify in. And so for this race right here, uh, you're going to have to have your best, uh, you know, you're going to have to put your game on or put your face on, uh, game face on from Thursday to Saturday because, I mean, it's going to take a lot to get in and that's going to take a lot to be a, you know, a competitor in it. So, For sure, man. Well, I am definitely looking forward to it. That's going to be some uh, some good racing. I'm ready for it. Um, uh, what up? I know I saw tickets on sale online. Is that correct? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and I got uh, discounted prices right now on fmspeedway.com. Um, you can click on there. It's three dollars off. Obviously, you know, big races. We're usually fifteen. This one's a twenty. Um, you know, some someone's got to pay for ten thousand to win, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right for sure. So y'all go to fmspeedway.com, get you, get you pre-order your tickets, and uh, come on out this Saturday or check out practice on Friday, and uh, then come out Saturday and uh. We're going to be there ourselves, sit up, talking with all you fans, talking with some drivers, yep. hanging out, get Steve over there, talk with us too. <laughs> yep, we're looking forward to it. We appreciate you guys, everything you're doing, and appreciate the fans. And, uh, you know, hopefully, um, you know, I, 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 I'm excited about all of it. Uh, you know, I think it's going to be a great weekend of racing. But, man, uh, I think, uh, again, I go back to, you know, I think we all grew up. I, I know I, I did. Um, you know, I was born and raised in short track racing. And if you're a short track racing fan, uh, if you miss this one, uh, you've, you've missed a lot. That's right, man. You were, you, you hit it 100% on the head right there. That's a, um, it's one of the best. And, and I know everybody hears it and sees it. And uh, it's, this is a track that, uh, Dale Jr. even likes to talk about a lot oh, yeah, <laughs> because, sure. oh, yeah. because of how good a racing it put on there yeah. and how tough yep. it was for he, even him to win back in the day there. So, yep. uh, so if y'all want to see some racing like that, be sure head out to Florence Motor Speedway. And I will say too, if it's anything like last year, get there early because if you, you gonna need to, you ain't got nowhere to park. You, you <laughs> gotta, you but you gotta, got plenty of parking out there. There's just so many people just, show up. No, it was. That's what I'm yeah. saying. It was packed. I mean, we were out there on the road, man. So, uh, you know, everybody definitely get there early. And um, man, we sat, we sat, and uh, we, we brought our folding chairs and sat right there going into one. Man, it's, I, I love it sitting right there. It's a cool, cool place. So. Uh, but you can see anywhere in the world around that racetrack. So get up there and get it, get your seats early and uh, and hang out and enjoy a good show. Well, Steve, man, we appreciate you uh, coming on, hanging out with us, man. And we can't wait to see you this weekend. All right. Looking forward to it. Thank you, guys, and thank you for everything. All right, buddy. We appreciate you. All right. Bye. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Mr. Steve Zacharias from Florence Motor Speedway. Y'all be sure to be at Florence Motor Speedway this weekend for the South Carolina 400 Charlie Powell Memorial. Yeah. Uh, you're not going to want to miss that. That's going to be a, a awesome show. It always is. I mean, it, I'm not saying it just because I'm partial to the track because no. our home well, track. I mean, it's just, it, dude, like, I mean. It's, it's, it's such a good, that racing there is always, I remember when we used to go there in high school. I mean, honestly. Every Friday night. Every Friday night we were there because they raced on Friday nights back in the day. 
They've moved to Saturday nights now most, most of the time. Um, but I remember every race almost coming down there. I don't care what yeah. class it was, coming down to last lap passes and last lap battles. I mean, right. Well, like you that's say, just the type I mean, track it is. It puts on awesome racing. Yeah, kind of like Steve said. I mean, you, you know, you can run, you can run two wide there, no problem. Uh, we've seen it many, many times, and and uh, and and Ty and and Josh put on a heck of a show last year. Uh, I enjoyed that. Uh, really cool to see, and um, he's put on good racing, man. And and I mean, you know, seeing thirty five cars start uh, uh, a main, if you will, um, yeah. that's pretty good <laughs> at Florence for sure. That's that's a crowd that's a, at Florence. That's so, a stack field. Four tenths mile. I mean, it's it's that, that's pretty that's pretty stacked. So um, it'll definitely be a good show. Hopefully, the weather'll be good. I haven't seen that yet. Um, but hopefully it'll be uh be good. Last year it was. It's got a little chilly later in the in the evening, but it's gonna be a little little cool out there. But uh, bring you bring, yeah, bring your blankets. D- dress accordingly. Dress accordingly. And, you know what time uh, of year it is. Yeah, and uh, so yeah, so definitely. Anybody uh, wants to go ahead and you know pre cook a fried turkey and bring it out there. Well, I'll, I can I'll, tell you right now, I'll eat some. <laughs> I'm telling you, you know, last, week last before year, Thanksgiving. <laughs> last year it was packed out but i can't remember if they sold out of food or not i can't remember that but i will tell you get there early uh to get you a, somewhere to park because if not you're gonna be out there on 76 Way that's an awesome there. problem that is awesome i love it <laughs> i absolutely love it but um just be ready for that because uh there's gonna be a pile of people there so that's really cool and um hats off to everybody steve and everybody involved uh for making it happen for sure well let's transition real quick um, I, I hope to see all y'all out there. It's gonna be it's gonna be fun. Uh, we're gonna be set up out there and maybe. Where, where are you gonna be located at? I have to put it on Facebook to be sure. Steve told me turn one. I don't know if that means okay. inside well, or outside. I'm not sure yet. I have to talk with him. Well, hey, sure. So anybody that's listening, and then just come turn one. Just look at turn, turn one. one. <laughs> look, look, look. I'm gonna take our sign one. out there with me. Well, look out for the sign. Look for the sign. <laughs> Check them on out. The sign. Look out yeah. for the sign. Bro. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah. Definitely come hang out and come, and chicken uh, tender come get you there. a sticker. Or uh, whatever, whatever um, I got. I gave away a bunch of them. I got well, some get them until they run out. So you get there early. <laughs> <laughs> um, but come hang out with David and uh, Chicken. T- <laughs> I, don't, I don't have you a better hurry up get some keychains. I, don't have a keychain. I was looking for them another day. Here's keychain. Here's keychain. Twenty seven. No, thirty. Oh, here's keychain. Okay, here's keychain. Don't worry about. Oh, um, I apologize. Yeah, absolutely. Nonetheless. <laughs> Um, just come enjoy the day, uh, get there early, come down in the pits and walk around. Um, I feel sure they normally have, uh, infield parking where you can back up to the fence, but I feel sure that's not going to happen this this, this year. Just go around. Uh, Not at this race. There'll be way too many race cars there for that, which is awesome. I hate it for y'all that you can't do that because I hate, I love doing that myself, but I hate it for you. Well, that's really cool, though, Because <laughs> that's an awesome hey, problem to have. Yes, sir. Get get you a get you a pit pass. Come walk down there and come talk with all these guys. Come talk with David. Get real nice with somebody to let you up on top of their trailer. Yeah, I that's promise all you, you will. It's real easy. You just be sweet. Just, just be, be sweet. nice. Just be nice. I'm, I'm easy. Give him a keychain. Give him a keychain. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll transition to that real quick. Um, got a uh, <laughs> we got our third guest on here <laughs> for the, for this evening, and um, it is our little buddy. I say little. He's, he, he's bigger than me. He's taller than me. He's taller than me. Well, he's, he's, he's not bigger. little no he's more. Taller. He's younger than us, but that's about it. He's like, he's, what is he, 13? He might be 14 He's 14 now. He's 14 now. 14 now. All right. 
Derek McGrew Jr. is here on the line with us, fresh off of the Cajun swings there in his uh, big block modified. Derek, what's up, man? Not much. How are you guys doing? I'm lovely. I'm absolutely lovely, man. I'm uh, I, I am, I'm chilling out here, um, in our brisk. Uh, I think it's supposed to be like 35 degree weather tonight. So, uh, how cold is it once you got back home? Was it was it really cold up there? Oh, uh, when we got back home, it wasn't too bad. But then, towards when it started getting a little dark out, then that's when it kicked in, and you know you're back in New York. <laughs> A little bit different from uh, Louisiana and Mississippi and all that junk down there, ain't it? Yeah, it does. It sucks, but uh, it's it's. I guess is what it is. So you get living here. Well, it is what it is, you know. Well, That's right. well, anyway, man. Well, you took the trek south, as we just said, down to the Cajun Swing, uh, running the modified man, and uh, we got to hang out last weekend up at Charlotte, and uh, y'all took off from there. And went on down for a week of uh, racing, and um, man, you look good all week. I was, I was, we were proud of you, man. Yeah. So we came out of the gate uh, as like a top three car, right out of practice, with time wise, and then I uh, carried that into the heat race and feature, and said we were a, we were a top five car all week long, and um, to be able to come out there like that, right out of the box, right out of the gate, and uh, be a top five car was a. Uh, pretty awesome against the competition i was out there like Stuart friesen matt shepherd mike haney and i'll uh, be able to run side by side with those guys all weekend it was pretty 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 amazing it was uh it was fun we watched you on a uh, flow racing all week and uh got to see all that that fun fun stuff going on down there and uh you know i mean you've talked about it many times that, that i don't personally get to get, see y'all race too much um because we just don't have that much of y'all around here y'all get to come over here to lakeview about once a year hopefully and um so getting to watch you race on there was was a treat for me man i, I loved it and uh do you, you like being on tv like that man yeah i do i said <laughs> it's it's yeah and having good runs like that on tv time it gives me more exposure and uh, opens some more eyes you know what i mean gives gives you a lot more opportunities and a lot more people are uh said you know they said they uh they said the amount of amount of people the numbers they had on flow racing was up to like i think 30,000 and uh said you don't even know how, some of the people that might be watching and be able to be on there and be running as good as we did um gives us a lot of exposure and um open hopefully open some eyes for sure man and and I will tell you you know I had to me and my wife were sitting there and I had it on she's you know she's whatever about racing <laughs> she, she she knows that we know you so she was paying attention a little bit but i had to keep pausing i'm like look look there's Derek. you see that you see that right there there's chicken bone alley sticker <laughs> oh yeah we made sure you guys we, we were repping you guys all weekend i appreciate it man that was awesome that was freaking awesome so uh all right well you went down uh i know y'all left uh sunday y'all left sunday from charlotte isn't that correct and then y'all yeah headed, headed down that way what was your first stop uh, Boo Hill, Boo Hill Speedway, um, uh, definitely, definitely something to, something to see. Another racetrack that we uh can check off the list, and uh, it was pretty awesome. Well, give us your uh, give. I know, I know, some people saw it on TV, but let's uh, go ahead, give us your rundown from that night, from night at Blue Hill. Uh, we started off the night um with a pretty good time in hot laps, which uh said the car was said good right 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 out of the gate. We uh. Had a top five car and uh, went through the heat race. Um, I think we ended up starting. I'm not sure where we started. Oh, I started last in the last heat race. We came out of the gate and drew 50. 
out of 50 numbers, of course, <laughs> and put us in the back of the heat race and drove from 10th to 3rd in, like, one lap and then uh, got jumbled up in a wreck and gave us a left rear flat tire. Went in and changed it and uh, came back out and went back from 10th to 3rd and made the redraw. And um, that put us, I think, 7th in the, the feature. And um, car was a little off in the beginning of the race, but uh, towards the middle end of the race, start, car started to come to us. And uh, we were able to drive back to uh, fifth fifth place finish. I'm pretty sure. Good deal, man. Uh, so that was the first time you'd been to that particular track. Yeah. Mm. What'd you think of it? Place was pretty cool. Said the uh, the f- facility they had there was definitely something pretty uh pretty cool. And um, said the track was was a short track. I think it was. I think uh, I, I'm not not sure how big it was exactly, but I know it was pretty pretty small. Um, had a lot of bank into it. And uh, it was kind of a paper clip, had really, really tight corners and uh, a lot of bank into it. But uh, the place is really fun to race on and uh, had some good action. Um, Going back just a little bit, I know we uh, talked at Charlotte and stuff. you got a little bit different motor setup than, than a lot of the guys have in your car. Tell us about it just a little bit if you can. Yeah, um, we started off the season with a normal, normal big block and um, had a small block too and uh, ended up blowing those up uh, through the season and uh, really hadn't had much sponsorship and it was kind of hard for us to be able to get another motor and a uh, deal came up and uh, we kind of couldn't, couldn't miss it. And uh, we ended up buying it and uh, it was an LS seven. Uh, I think, it was, uh, not sure exactly how to describe it to you guys, but it was an LS seven motor. Uh, Dave hunt had put it together and built it and um, said, we went out there, finished off the season for like the last race at Malta and uh, had a really good run with it and uh, came out to the Cajun swing in Louisiana and uh, put that thing up front and had a really good showing with that. And uh, that thing's been running really good and been treating us really well. Well, that's what I was about to get to uh, is, uh, you know, you just said you went to that paperclip type track. Is there a certain track that that type motor kind of lends itself to, or is it kind of just a good all-around motor? I feel like, to me, you said we ran at Malta, and so you know Malta's a pretty big racetrack, Albany right. Circle Speedway, and uh, treated us well there. We were battling with some really, really good race cars and could beat them. And um, I said, I feel like it's really good all-around motor, um, nice and smooth and very drivable drivable engine. And uh, I think I think we found something that we really uh, like here and uh, hopefully we can bring it to the next level. Sweet, man. All right. Well, moving on from uh, Blue Hill, night two, where were you at? Arclitex in uh, Vivian, Louisiana. All right. Tell us how that went. Yeah, uh, we started off the night um, pretty well. We I think we drew uh, – we started – uh, I think fourth in the in the heat race, and uh, we ended up driving to second. Uh, redrew, uh, redrew fourth, and uh, like I said, we, that, that same night, same as night one, said right off the gate when the uh, green flag dropped, the car wasn't really the best, but it came came to us like halfway through the race, and uh, we started moving forward and picking up positions on the high side, and we're driving by cars and making it back to fourth. Um, the last 10 laps of the race, we were coming in and catching the top three cars and we were all over them and the car started to get a really, really bad push and, uh, ended up finishing fourth, but we were good all night long and said up there, top five finishes with the best of the best. Good deal, man. That's that's sweet. That was a good run for sure. And, um, uh, something real quick I want to talk to you about, uh, one of your, uh, product sponsors, I guess we'll say on a car. SRI Performance, uh, with our buddy Randy Keene over there, RK Motorsports Consulting, 
help you out with some brakes on this car. I know y'all run some PFCs on there. Um, man, tell us how important in, in your type cars that, that brakes can be. Yeah, I mean, the brakes are crucial. You don't have brakes. I mean, it goes from, you know, when the track gets really slick, um, that's when brakes, you really, really need them, and they come in and uh, so they're a very, very crucial part of the race car said to be able to get to the corner and, uh, you know, trail brake. A lot of drivers know what that is and um, kind of, you know, trail braking it through the corner um, to keep the car up in full attitude and uh, keep rotating through the corner. Um, it's, it's, it said it's a very crucial part that you really need to be able to um, stay stay uh, good and run to the run up front. And um, But um, they're very important. For sure, man. Well, good deal. All right, moving on to night three. Where are we at? Uh, the Rev. So we got there, and uh, the track, the facility they, they provided us was awesome. That uh, used to be an old asphalt track, and uh, I think for the asphalt late models and a bunch of other divisions like that, uh, the place was awesome. Uh, we went out there, and it rained really, really hard the night before, and uh, they struck. They they rushed together to try to get the track to the best condition they could. Um, it didn't come out the best, um, kind of ripped up a lot and um, caused the track to be very rough. But we went out in practice, and uh, we third quick overall, and um, almost flipped over in practice, hit one of the ruts, ruts wow. wrong, and got up on a bicycle and almost flipped it over. But we were able to save it and uh, start – we started, um, I think, third in the heat race. Uh, went out there, got the second, and uh, on the restart, we uh, I think we needed a little more gear to the car, and uh, we ended up finishing third. And then um, went out to the redraw. We drew number one, started on the pole. Thought we were going to be really good, and uh, just missed the setup a little bit. The car was really, really tight, and uh, never really came to us, and uh, ended up finishing, I think, I think seventh that night. So uh wasn't too bad. So we're still up there in the top ten, but um, not. it was probably one of the worst finishes we had and, um, so far that week. Uh, we weren't very happy, but we went back and went to work and tried to make the car better for the next night. Man, I tell you, and I, I know uh, y'all were talking about, put on Facebook the other day, uh, about finishing seventh that night. And, uh, excuse me, I'm sorry. Um, but I was like, man, I, I'm sitting here looking at the the list of drivers that, that were there and um, and how many cars were there? Because there was, what, about, I think there was close to 30 cars there, wasn't there? Yeah, the first night, they, I think they had 34 cars. And then uh, the next couple nights, they had anywhere from, I think they had 29 cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, it, it's, it stinks to finish seventh. I, I understand that. But in the company you're in and in the amount of cars that are down there running this race, there's no slouches in that. So running seventh, against that kind of competition man that, that was that was impressive in that uh, being that you know earlier in the week you'd run fourth in there so uh, man it was impressive to watch uh for sure so we're definitely proud of you there uh all right next two nights correct we're at super b uh yeah super b speedway yep yep and uh, first night i saw you uh had some uh, man i was i was watching and I'm pulling for you like I don't know what, and you're leading the heat race, and you were out there so far in the heat race that they quit, yes, that they quit watching you. That they, they took the I camera know, off I, you yeah. and went to second place, and all of a yes. sudden I see second place go by you, and I'm like, what happened? <laughs> yeah, they were all telling me that I was checked out, gone, and then yeah, we came out of turn four, and the drive shaft ended up breaking and uh, took transmission out with it, so... Man. That really put, put us behind the eight ball that night, and uh, we rushed to get it all back together. 
and uh, we ended up having a provisional for the for the feature, so we ended up taking it, and um, we started 26th. We were pretty deep in the field, and uh, drove it up to 6th, uh, I think by lap 20, so it was halfway, so we still had a long race to go ahead of us, and um, went down into turn 3, and car behind us got into us and spun us around, gave us a left rear flat tire, went in and changed it, and drove back from 26th to 7th, so I think we didn't have that bad luck that night. We uh we definitely had a winning car. So um but we know we were fast and said went back to work and made sure the car was 100% for the next night and uh just kept digging. Man, I'm telling you that was uh that was I keep saying impressive, but it was impressive. It was impressive to see. Uh, I hated you had to come from the back twice, but just to watch you do it was I mean it was insane. It was it was you were being able to pick and choose where you needed to pass cars at and do it effectively and quickly and get rid of them and, and go on to the next one. So that was uh, cool to watch. I, I got something to talk to you about the, about the Saturday night, not necessarily your car. You, uh, you got into another car. <laughs> oh yeah. That was a blast. I had a blast in that thing. It looked like you did because you was out there. I, I didn't know if you were spinning out or you just decided to do donuts. I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it definitely drew, drove a little different. I wasn't used to that that kind of car. I said, they gave me the opportunity. They asked me if I wanted to hop in that thing. And I said, of course, that that's something to put in the memory book that say you drove a, so I don't know what you want to call that thing. It's a said, street stop, but they got like a Volkswagen bug body on it or something. Yeah. They, they, they did something pretty cool. They, they had a creative mind with that thing. And the uh, thing was pretty cool. And uh, we hopped in it and went out there and I sent her in a little too hot there the first lap and looped her <laughs> and then got back going, figured it out. And, got a rhythm going and we ran some pretty good laps and then went out in the heat race and uh went out there and i was i was drove by a race car i was wheeling the thing and then went down to the turn and spun it out again and they kicked me off the racetrack <laughs> but uh they told me that i only get one caution and i, I spun it out and they told me to get off but <laughs> oops that's <laughs> oh, what man. it is it was definitely a fun experience and i can't thank alan and uh those guys enough for giving me the opportunity to hop in that thing <laughs> it looked fun it looked like a lot of fun all right, well, uh, all right, then you jump back in your car. B- big race, last last race of the week. Uh, tell us about it. Yeah, we uh, went out there. We had a fast car again that night and uh, went out in the heat race and struggled with brake problems. Uh, the brakes went away, and uh, we found we ended up uh, finishing one spot out of the redraw, um, but we went back and found the problem, and we fixed it and went back out for the feature. Ended up starting 13. Went from 13th to 6th, and by um, lap, I think, 19, and the car was running really, really good in the beginning of the race, and uh, kind of, you know, just settled down there once we got almost to the top five and kind of just started making smart decisions and just kept moving forward, and then um, got a, collected with another car and uh, knocked back a couple of positions and drove back up to the 6th and uh, got swooped again by another car behind me um, that put us back to the back, and we drove on, ended up, I think there was 10 laps left, and so kind of didn't, didn't didn't give us a lot of time to be able to get back to the front, but we ended up driving back to nine. So, you know, for what it was, and um, driving from the back to the front again um, with a short amount of time left in the race was, uh, wasn't was too bad of a finish. No, not at all, man. That's uh, That was that was cool to see. It's cool to see. I mean, you did not finish outside the top 10 all week long, which is, I mean, that's 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 something to really talk about there. I mean, that's yeah. a stiff competition there, man. And um, and at the end of the day, you wrapped it up fifth in points for that for that uh, the Cajun swing there. I mean, 
I know he had trouble one night. He won one night, but he had trouble the rest of the night. You finished in front of a, a man named Stuart Friesen. I mean, that's no uh, easy task for any short series or anything. Yeah, exactly. In front of Stuart Friesen and Mike Mahaney. And yeah. uh, we were up there. We were up in almost in the third position. And then he said that one night we ended up breaking. But um, said to be he said, to be able to be put our names beside those guys like that is uh, pretty cool. So we know we're doing thing, doing big things right now. And said we're going to keep working at it. And uh, we're going get to get to that next level. For sure. For sure. Oh, yeah. Definitely so. Definitely so. Well, I'm glad y'all... Uh... Glad y'all had a safe trip and safe trip back home and all that stuff, man. Uh, tell everybody who helps y'all out on the car, all your sponsors there. Oh, uh, yeah. So a couple guys came on big this weekend to make sure we could uh, make this trip possible. Natural Bridge Speedway, Joseph, and I uh, can't thank those guys enough there um, for helping us get to Louisiana. Uh, Vertex Property Property Management, uh, Elevation Construction, CQC Auto Sales, Next Generation Roofing, Chad, and all his guys. Uh, thank you for helping us get to Louisiana and everything they do for us um, weekly at the weekly racetracks and even anything in my race. And he's always there to help me out. Um, so yeah, CQC auto sales, BDB paving, uh, goods and interiors, uh, all of our product sponsors, PFC brakes, outpaced racing products, um, SRI performance, Randy Keen. Um, can't thank Randy for everything he's been doing for us lately. And uh, it's been big and um, all the marketing stuff and exposure he's been getting us is pretty awesome. So thank you, Randy. So to Earl Ramey, Earl Ramey Race Engines, uh, Dave Hunt. Um, so I got so many people I got to thank. Said Sorry if I forget anybody, but said there's so many people that helped me out and helped me get to where I am right now. And I can't thank everybody enough for, for help uh, doing what they do for me. For sure, buddy. For sure. That's awesome to see. Well, man, we're uh, super proud of you for going out there and uh, like y'all do every, every, well, y'all have done the past couple of years, but we're super proud of you for uh, making that trip, making, having finishes like that and just uh, driving the wheels off that car, man. We, uh, we're proud of you, man. Thank you, guys. We pre- really appreciate it. And uh, we're going to keep moving forward and um, we're going we're gonna to put our name out there. Yeah, man. Definitely so. All right. Well, something I want to ask you about real quick. SRI Performance, man. Have you have you been over to SRI Performance? You've been over there, haven't you? Yeah, we were over there a couple times with Randy. Yeah, that's a pretty cool place, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that place is awesome. They said it's like a it's like a candy it's like a candy shop for for race car parts. It's like it's 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 awesome. Man, I'm gonna tell you, they got everything from uh, like you said, brakes to to uh, nuts, bolts, ah. fasteners. Yeah. I mean, any anything. Race car seats, anything you could think of. Yeah, man. I mean, it's it's awesome to see. Uh, w- w- all right, I'm gonna ask you: when you walk in a store like that, what kind of draws your attention? Is it is it? Because I know as a driver, when when I was driving when I was younger, I don't know what it was. I went in there. I started look, or places like that. I'd go in there. I see helmets. I was a helmet guy. I loved helmets. So I, I was always drawn to that. When you walk in a store like that, what, what's the first thing you go look at? Um, in a store like that where they have everything, I said I, I can't even. They had so many things there <laughs> that I attract, like catch my eye. Um, I said I, I, I don't even know. So there's so many things in there from. I, I can't even give you the answer for that question. <laughs> I said there's so many things that catch my eye. I said like yeah, helmets to like race car seats and all the parts they have brakes and everything you know what i mean um it's crazy it is man uh did you happen to go back 
and when, when you went over there, did you happen to go back and see all the used parts they have? Yeah, so I went over there and saw all the used parts collection they had too, and it's just crazy. And like they're new, they're like the used parts collection pretty much is brand new because they do a lot of stuff with the asphalt industry, part of the racing and uh, NASCAR wise. And you know how those NASCAR guys they'll run a part for one race and put it for sale. Um, yeah. so it pretty much those parts are brand new for guys like us. You know what I mean? And uh, to bolt on your car, so exactly. It's, uh, they, yeah, they they provide you with a, a pretty awesome selection of uh, parts. Exactly. I know a lot of uh, dirt guys, especially, are 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 the guys that that see those parts and they're like, "Hey, I can do something with that." So uh, exactly, yeah. So so guys out there, if you're looking for uh, you know something to make your car a little different, uh, obviously, and it's going to be awesome parts. So if you're just looking for something to make your car fast but yet different, might be a one-off part for you. Go check out SRI because their used part selection is absolutely insane. Their new part selection is insane. All their parts are insane. Go check out. Anything you need over there from anything from brakes, they'll get you some tires if you need tires. They'll get you uh, any part, any part. It's like Walmart for race cars. <laughs> they got everything. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, pretty much. But so y'all yeah, I said yeah. Um, I said I also want to thank uh, Onyx Industries and Elmo Speed and Supply. I said I, I forgot those two people. Um, but go. I said yeah. Sorry if I forget anybody else. I said I got so many <laughs> people that help. So many people that help me and um. It just—it's amazing. There you go, man. Well, good deal. Good deal. Also, I, I going in with uh, SRI Performance. I want to uh, thank it. That's uh, stock car, steel, and aluminum. Same deal over there, guys. It's uh exactly. It's it's any part, any any uh, material you need for a race car. Those guys got it. So y'all check them out. As always, uh, if you're online shopping. Put in promo code CBONE10, that is C as in chicken, B-O-N-E-1-0. Get yourself 10% off at time of checkout. So uh, y'all go check it out. I know uh, Junior here, he's going to go over there and buy some stuff for his his car because that's what he does. (laughs) That's right. Oh, yeah. For sure, man. Oh, good deal. All right, buddy. Well, uh, I'll let you hang out with me and just close out the show with us. Are you cool with that? Sounds good. Cool, man. Well, I want to thank, uh, as always, as we just said, SRI Performance, Stock Car Steel and Aluminum, Earl Ramey Racing Engines, um, RK Motorsports Consulting, our buddy Randy Keene over there. We appreciate them. We could not do this show without them. Uh, also, Ford Bite Apparel. Y'all go check them out. You ever you ever checked out Ford Bite Apparel, Derek? Oh, I haven't. All I right, we'll, we'll, we'll get on your phone when we, when we get off here. Go check out. Uh, you'll you can find them on our our Facebook page or our, any of our pages. Go check out Ford Bite. They they got some pretty like, cool, pretty cool looking shirts and hoodies and all that stuff. It is the uh, all the things that any uh, race car driver would want to wear when it's not just other other race car drivers t shirts. Exactly. <laughs> so. Uh, oh yeah. So, I'll, yeah, I'll make sure I give those guys a, a look and see what they have. For sure, man. Do it. Uh, you'll, I think you'll uh, like it. Also, uh, Checkered, the uh, racing social media. They are the uh, new name in, in social media, but they are all racing all the time. That's all it is. Checkered, go check it out. Download it at your app store, uh, iTunes or Android or Play Store, whatever you got it at. Go check out Checkered. But anyway, well... Uh, all right, Derek, you're back home now. So uh back in school this week. 
Yeah, back to, back to reality, back to doing school <laughs> and all of those stuff. It, it stinks, but you got to get it done. What grade are you in now? Uh, ninth grade. Ninth grade, high school. First year of high school. You like it? Right. How's that going so far? Oh, it's not too bad. I said I'm homeschooled now um, just for all the racing we do and stuff like that. You know how busy we are. Like, we were gone this week in, in Charlotte for the two weeks before that. So, you kind of, it, it works out really good to be able to be homeschooled and gives me a lot more time to be able to do uh, do what we need to do. For sure. And uh, also, I want to throw it out there. If anybody is in the area around Derek and them, uh, check out Derek McGrew Property Management's. That's right. Yeah, I uh, yeah. Also, also started my own little business side business too, and uh, you know, just to, you know, have have something there to, you know, not not even lean on, just you know, have a business to be able to, you know, it's like not many young kids go out there and do that and have a lot of worth ethic. And it's uh, my dad helped me out, my parents, my mom, my stepdad, um, helped me out and helped me be able to start early and be able to, you know, make sure I'm successful. For sure, man. Well, I, I've I've been fortunate enough to be able to spend some time around you and your dad, and uh, I know uh, I know your dad wouldn't accept anything less and uh, <laughs> than good work ethic. So uh, that's that's perfect, perfect. I'm glad to see someone your age honestly have good work ethic because it's it's hard to come by anymore. <laughs> yeah, it is. All right, dude. Well, tell your dad uh, we said happy birthday. Yeah, I will. <laughs> I will. All Definitely. Right. All right, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on with us, and uh, we appreciate yeah. everybody listening. We appreciate uh, Tyler Mon coming on, spotter for uh, Kyle Larson, uh, and also Steve Zacharias. So if anybody's in the Florence, South Carolina area this weekend, head over to Florence Motor Speedway for some good late model stock ra- racing. And uh, Derek, uh, what uh, real quick – before we go in that, what is uh, what's your upcoming plans, man? This year's kind of closed out. What's uh, anything for twenty twenty two right now? Uh, no, not not no, nothing um, hundred percent yet. Um, said we're still said you know both of our race cars are for sale right now, and uh, hopefully we can get some um good and uh put together for twenty twenty two and have a have a good good start going into the season. Um, as of right now, I think we got some things lined up, maybe to ahead to the Tulsa shootout in December. Um, so that's, uh, that's pretty major and pretty awesome opportunity that I've been given. And, uh, but as of right now for the 2022 season, we have nothing hundred percent lined up yet, but, uh, if anybody, any marketing partners would like to come on board to Derek, Derek and junior racing, uh, just contact us and, um, we can, uh, make work, work something out. Where can they find you at? Uh, right on Facebook. I said Derek and junior or Derek McGrew, my dad, um, we do all of our marketing and social media stuff through Facebook or on my website, www.derekmcgrewjr.com. Um, yeah, or our phone number. Uh, my, my dad's phone number is 518-506-5030. And my, uh, my phone number is 518-934-1733. So, uh, so get a hold of us on either one of those sources and, um, hopefully we can work something out together. For sure, man. Well, if if he hadn't given you enough already, if y'all need any, any more help, get in touch with him. Just just contact me. Just chicken bone alley, you know, whatever, and, and we'll right. get you in touch for sure. <laughs> awesome. All right, Junior, we appreciate you, buddy, and uh, we'll be talking with you soon. Yeah, definitely. Thank you guys for having me, and uh, hopefully, you can get back on soon and talk to you guys again. For sure, man. All right, everybody out there, we appreciate y'all hanging out with us uh, today, and uh, we will be seeing y'all next week. Later. Later.